0: Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is
2: Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite
0: Sisters To Go. Welcome. We are the Satellite Sisters. Uh, this is Julie Dolan here with a what I have to call a very Special Satellite Sisters podcast. Uh, As you probably know, Liz is on her way to Argentina, or she's there right now, most likely doing the tango, which means that we had to move the technical operations command or control or center or whatever it's called to my closet here in dallas but fortunately i am joined by my very technically able sister monica in portland oregon how are you good morning ladies great glad to talk to you guys today this will be fun okay and also making a wonderful surprise holiday visit that would be sister sheila how are you (laughs)
2: I like this trio that we have going this morning.
0: That's the thing about Satellite Sisters podcast. You never know who exactly is going to turn up. Liz (laughs) is in Argentina, and Lynn is on a family assignment with her in-laws in the Bay Area. So she's not able to join us. And sisters, here's the good news. I have total control, command, and confidence in two out of the three steps it takes Uh, to produce a podcast. So how about that? So I mean, steps one and two, I am solid. The third step, which is actually transforming the podcast and being able to put it on our website so everybody can listen. I I am uh, less certain, but I believe, you know, that with some assistance, possibly from Monica, from Sarah Sweeney, that I am going to be able to do this uh, in Liz's absence. Okay. We support you, Julie. That's and- right, Sheila. I know, and you're so technically able. That's I'm I know. Really- I
2: know I can't help you, but morally and spiritually, I, I commend you, and I'm here for you.
0: Okay, so that's good. Well, Sheila, I'm actually very happy to hear from you, and a little embarrassed. I did check in with Sister Leanne earlier this week to make sure that you hadn't blown away with those incredible Santa Ana winds that were were that hit the West Coast, because you could see that. Pasadena had a lot of damage
2: we, we had a national disaster area here I mean it was serious and I mean this is not funny but it's going to sound funny I, I didn't know what was going on when I woke up at 3 in the morning and I thought it was the end of the world I didn't put it together that it could be the wind that was making this horrible roar against my windows I just thought well this is it I'm going to go I mean <laughs> I, it was the loudest
0: <laughs> sound I had ever heard. So you were and, unaware of what, I mean, they had forecasted the high winds, but you were But like, I'm what? sure <laughs> Sheila was unaware
1: of the but forecast. No,
2: I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Didn't you know this was happening? No I, ha- no, I had no idea. I had no idea. I just, I was startled when I woke up, and I was scared. I'm all alone. And I just want to I mean, my... This and is Sheila, season, isn't,
1: isn't your apartment, you describe it as being like a tree house.
2: Oh, all the trees around my apartment went down. They I mean, really? did? Oh, yeah. I mean, Monica, it literally, I mean, I can't tell you how, how much destruction was caused in Pasadena. And, I mean, you know, 200-year-old trees were uprooted. Um, Streetlights were bent in the wind, metal... Huge street lamps, what what lights were bent? I mean, oh wow, it, Sheila, it did was,
0: your did your school get canceled? Did you lose power? Ah, uh, we had a
2: snow day
0: Yes. Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and thank you. I mean, this is a season of thanks. Thank you that my power was on during the snow day because I had so many television marathons to watch. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> So I mean, you didn't have any damage at your house, uh, at at your apartment. And no, your car I am was see- fine. You oh, had power. Um, I am
2: so lucky. I'm one of the only people at school who had power. All the teachers, their power was out. Everybody around me, except my treetop apartment, was solid. I had heat. I had power. I mean, I had food in the fridge. I I was ready.
0: All right, Sheila. Well, that's really good. I know now. Uh, but are, are things back to normal now? Are you able to drive around, or uh, as the cleanup happened? Because I actually I heard that this is Sunday that we're recording this podcast. That they're now forecasting more Santa Ana winds, just just in case
1: you oh, had you, you told me. I'm <laughs> you better st- go out and get some more food.
2: Yeah, I'm still blissfully unaware. But uh, there is serious damage. A lot of people didn't get power back. Won't get half power back until tomorrow. Um, so I am just so lucky. I'm really fortunate. Okay. A- and um, I mean, I had one little plant on my little terrace there, and it blew away. I mean, that <laughs> that, Sheila, that, that it's gone. It, it's gone. I mean, that plant that I nursed for several weeks is gone. <laughs> it's the only plant I've ever had that lived, and there it was, just gone, vanished. <laughs> <laughs> But what was so crazy was I got up that morning to go swimming. I didn't know. I mean, I knew there was a windstorm. But I am so dedicated to this master swimming now because I I just I want to get in shape. And, you know, I, once I start something... I go full tilt.
0: Now, Sheila, just let let me just like ask at this point. So you you get you've had this horrible night. You've heard the terrible winds. <laughs> um, you get up in the morning to go swimming, but do you turn on the TV or check your internet to see what the weather is, or uh, like to uh, inform yourself before you head out? <laughs> I mean, you said it. You thought it was the end of the world, but you're. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're still getting up to go swimming.
2: I paid my dues. So I got to get every ounce of swimming in. I mean, like a crazy person, I showed up at the pool, Julie, and it
1: was. Cl- I mean, everything was shut down. And I mean, wasn't it tough driving around Pasadena? I saw the pictures.
2: Yes, it was terrible. I was <laughs> believing.
0: I was I was like Dorothy driving around. I mean. You know, Monica, you hear about these people that, like, somehow missed all the, you know, the information. World about events. World events, hurricanes, you know, sort of. And as we fires. know,
2: at 5 o'clock in the morning, it's not my best hour. I mean, remember I hit my neighbor the other day? Yes. You know, I hit my neighbor's car causing thousands of dollars of damage rushing to the swimming. So, I, I mean, I need some help here because I, I think I need to rethink... Um, just how, I mean, I am so out of it in the morning. So I want to tell you what happened now. Let's flash back. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes, let's, we're having a group <laughs> flashback. Okay, Monica, hold on. Here well, we let's go. Flash-
2: back. Flashback two weeks ago. I was on top of the world. No windstorm went to my usual swimming practice at five thirty. but I I'm, I'm under caffeinated at that hour. Let's face it. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm under-caffeinated, and I was a little out of it, and there's a lot to get out of the car because I have my swimming bag, then we have my shower caddy, then I have my (laughs) school clothes. I have something on a hanger. I have a lot going on that I'm taking out of different doors and areas of the car, all right?
0: Right, right. Yes, Yes.
2: So I left. I literally left my car door wide open the other morning at swim team practice
0: wow, Sheila, that doesn't seem like a safe procedure. Um, no.
1: It <laughs> poses <laughs> a security risk. I can see how you can do it, though. It, it's dark and you're, you know, getting all of your packages and your I, I Listen, who switch. hasn't
0: left their car door open, okay? Right. I mean, Sheila, no. that does happen to, I, I it's happened to me. Yeah.
2: This was wide open with my computer in the front seat. Oh, I mean, Sheila. Oh, okay, Sheila. Okay, but guess what? Guess what? what? Some, I mean, I call him my new hero. I, I, uh, a a wonderful-looking swimmer.
1: <laughs> from, <laughs> Got in the back seat of your
2: car? No. You found from, him when you we were driving away? From lane one, lane one, <laughs> which is the fastest lane, apparently went to my coach, my swim coach, Chad, and said there's a silver Saab with this license. He took down my license plate. This guy was unbelievable and said the car door is wide open. I think you should alert one of the swimmers.
0: Oh, well, that was really nice. Obviously, he had had his coffee in the morning, so he was able to come to your rescue.
2: No, I, I think he's just heroic. I wait till I tell you the end of the story. So Chad yells out, you know, silver saw, license plate, blah, blah. And, of course, I'm cringing. I said, oh, God, that's me. So I have to, Chad said, don't worry, just give me your keys, and I'll go lock your door. How nice is that.
0: Because you were, in, you were in the pool. It might have been a I little, was in the pool. might have been a little cold run back to the parking lot. Yes. So,
2: okay. So, flash forward again. Are you ready? Flash forward. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: <laughs> this is quite the podcast, isn't it, Monica? <laughs> Time travel.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: a week ago, before the storm, but after the initial incident of leaving my car open, I am again piling out of my car with a million bags, looking like A total crazy person with my glasses bent. I mean, I just, you know, I'm just, and all of a sudden, dun, 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 Peter from Lane 1 walks over to me. Oh, okay, Sheila. strapping, a strapping,
0: (laughs) uh, I would say mid-40s. Okay, Sheila, that's promising.
2: And I don't know how he knew, but he said, are you the woman with the silver sob? (laughs) How did he know that? How did he know I was the to who left my
0: car door open? Well, maybe you just had that, you know, very sort of vulnerable look that he felt like he could, um, you know, be your personal hero, Sheila. I don't know.
1: Maybe you should leave your car door open more often. Meet, <laughs> no, is, meet is, man. I might story? try that somewhere. Sometime in Portland. It's a dating so I technique. Said, oh, I,
2: I said, hello. And I, I reached out to shake his hand. And I, when I say I haven't had a firm handshake like that since I moved to LA (laughs) this guy was unbelievable and after that after he shook my hand I couldn't I really couldn't hear anything he said but he stood there (laughs) and proceeded to give me safety advice oh
0: you're a hero Sheila that's just what
2: you need it's a
0: strapping I, swimmer to give you I've safety always, advice. I've always
2: wanted a bodyguard ever since I saw Kevin Costner. In <laughs> <laughs> I said, Really? He said, Yeah, you know, you, you should park over here because there's cameras over here. You know, your car is in the dark over there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say, Peter. So then. I'm walking in with my 16 bags. And he said, so what happened that morning? Uh, How'd you leave
0: your car door open? Well, it really sounds like Peter is trying to, you know, he he wasn't just like accepting your thanks and walking away. He really sounded like he wants to have a little conversation with you.
2: So I said, well, I said I I was under caffeinated. And uh, um, he got it. He got the joke. And I said, you know, I was sort of carrying a lot of stuff that morning. And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, I can, I can see.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and maybe then, all the baggage. I don't know how how this relationship is going to work out. Okay. Keep going, Sheila.
2: And then, of course, he held the door for me. That's something a man in 10 years since I moved to L.A. hasn't done. Except for my brother-in-law, Barrack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean... These Sounds things, like you had a lot of firsts that morning. Are you moving this, over into lane one? So then... So then I get out on the pool
2: deck and I'm, of course, looking for him. And I'm in lane nine, all right?
0: <laughs> but Sheila, you're in a lane. That's... Come on. You're in the lanes. You're in I'm the in same lane, pool with this guy.
2: And I see him come out and, of course, you know, he's just amazing. Um... <laughs>
0: That would be personally or physically, Sheila, that you're...
2: Even at 5.30 in the morning, um, in the dark, I can see that, you know, he's, he's... I mean, this... And so, he went right into lane one. I mean, you know, he... I think he actually is the best swimmer in the Masters group. Oh, okay. Um, and um I actually have done some reconnaissance. <laughs>
0: uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay, Yeah, so- I've done... So have you started stalking him, Sheila?
2: No, all I know is he apparently he's he has a real job. You know, he went to school back east. He's uh, he's a nationally known swimmer. Mm. And he um, apparently is single.
0: Sheila, you have this is Sheila. This is very positive. You have a lot in common, right? I mean, you you live back east. He lived back east. Um, you like to swim. He likes to swim. That's good. (laughs) You have a job. (laughs) You have a job. He has a job. He has a job. He has a car. You have a car. Okay. (laughs) I see just so much. So So many many similarities. Yes. So many. He's nationally known. You, uh, people do know who you are, Sheila. So I, I think. That's right, Julie. Gosh, darn it. You're right.
2: So that, I mean, a big, big shout out. Uh, to my man, Peter. And uh, what can I say? How I hope to, I know I'll see you again.
0: So no uh, wonder you got up the morning after the wind windstorm oh, <laughs> to, to go swimming. Oh, it had uh, nothing to do with your dedication to this it master's It actually had nothing program. to do. I was, I was caffeinated. I, I even put on some
2: moisturizer. I was like. Because <laughs> that looks my, good
0: underwater. Moisturizer, Monica. <laughs> yeah.
2: I had half as many bags. I was gonna go in there, I was gonna be in control. I mean, but then of course, you know, the pool was closed. So I'm back to square one, I haven't seen him, but you know, I have been thinking about you. And uh, every time I go to the pool now, I'm gonna park in a new spot, I'm gonna lock my door twice, and I'm going to, uh, I wanna appear more, I mean, vulnerable is one thing, but crazy is another. (laughs)
0: Sheila, I'm proud of you. That's there's, really- a, there's a fine line. Okay, Sheila, that's, that's quite a goal. All that's- right.
2: So, um, just, those are the big thanks. Also a couple quick thank yous to Leon. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Leon told me not to give up on my anti-brown spot, uh, regimen. So I've, I've gone out and, you know, I, I've, I've basically bought every anti-brown spot serum there is mm-hmm.
0: this is the, these are the brown spots caused by sun damage that you know pretty much everyone of our age and generation who you know tried to get a suntan with baby oil or you know putting um, aluminum foil on record albums and you know <laughs> holding them up to which I think you did a lot of Sheila right you I were- did a lot
2: of plus I have a lot of freckles so the freckles blend into one big blob of brown spot. So uh, basically, I've kept it up for about two weeks now, and I've been getting
0: lots of positive comments.
1: Gotcha. You really noticed a difference?
0: Well, I don't notice a difference, but people do, Monica. People are coming up to you and saying, You're stupid. <laughs> you have less brown, brown spots? spots?
1: <laughs> but
0: they're saying, Where do people, do
2: you know? No, this is LA. They said, Did you get some Botox? Oh, yeah, of course. But I said no, I've just been doing anti-brown spot spe- serums. Spearums. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Well that last, is that is reason to give thanks. So uh <laughs>
2: And a last little thank you to something I discovered this week, Julie. And you'll probably know about this because you're a real you're a real lady about town. What's and that, you, know, you know about things like this. I had a beautiful purse that someone gave me a few years ago and it was completely Beat up a real leather purse, and I know you like leather, Julie. I do, I do. And um, I went to the shoe repair, and I said, "Is there some way you could polish this up?" He said, "Oh no, we can re-dye your purse."
0: Yeah, you can. You can do that. You didn't know where have I been? all oh, my shoes, pocketbooks. Yeah, sure. I had no idea you could do that, Julie. Yes. Well, I I guess that's because I don't know. I mean, I I, I can't say where I learned that along the way,
1: but it's it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's a life. Still nice I had lesson. no idea. Sheila, I'm I'm with you. I who who would even think to do that?
0: Uh, well, I like a she, lot of people think to do that if they have a favorite pair of shoes or a purse that they like, but you know, the color is wrong or you know, they're it's it's slightly worn. I mean, it's it a has great completely
2: thing. restored this purse. I mean, it, it, you know, it it's amazing. So, uh thank you.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> are you thanking me
2: for not telling I'm you? I'm just or? thanking everyone for, for my life this week. It's, it's looking better. The trees are getting cleaned up. My purse has died. Um, Peter's
0: in the pool. So there and you I've
2: go. A, I have a new reason to, to get, get in shape uh,
0: for Peter. So there you go. Okay. Well, Sheila, that's a, a very good reporting. Monica, what's
1: going on with you? Well, last night I went to my first holiday party. And um, I just, I really like Christmas parties. Uh, I know, (laughs) I just think they're fun to go to and people's houses are decorated. So we had um, one of the doctors at work every year. He has a pretty big holiday party and he invites like four or five departments. And it's just a really fun thing. And last year, the showing from our department was a little sparse. Of course, I was there. Um, But this year, a big group of us went and it was just, very festive and people dressed up and we had a wonderful dinner and champagne and I, (laughs) yeah, champagne. And I just, I, I I looked around and I was like, you know, shall I have some thanks this week? I, I, I'm thankful. I'm I'm thankful. I have a job. I mean, I'm thankful. I have a job every day Mm -hmm. when I go to work Mm -hmm. and I'm thankful when I get my paycheck. Yes. every, (laughs) Every two weeks. i just feel very lucky to have a job. And, Last night, when I was looking around, I was like, you know, I'm thankful that I work in a place that I like to work at. And I've met a lot of nice people there over the past couple of years. And I just was sort of came to me last night when I was at the party. So that's, what oh, I'm that's a, for this that's week. That's
0: nice, Monica. That is yeah. nice. I mean, it, you know, holiday parties, I mean, there's a lot of. You know, and particularly if it's an office-related par- a party, there's a lot of bad press about, you know, the office party gone wild or gone bad. But most of them are pretty darn nice. And it yeah. is nice... To get out of the work setting it is nice to see you know people who, that you spend a great deal of time with you know your co-workers to see them um, all dressed up to meet their you know spouses or significant others and and the holidays you know people's houses that they look really nice because of all the holiday decorations so um, and it's, it's a
2: morale booster at work i find parties are really good for morale
0: Yeah. Well, well. You know, this year, um, uh, for the last four years, I have always hosted. my husband's company party at our house, a holiday party. And, and Monica, you throw a great party, John. Uh, and Monica, you, as you're telling the story, this is like the first year where I, I just, I'm not doing it because, well, they're all... Well, you have the big wedding. I know. Well, thank you, Monica. But now listening to you talk about, you know, how nice it is to go to someone's home and, <laughs> you know, to have a party. We're going Ju- to have a nice, Julie's feeling guilty. I, I'm doing a little guilt, Monica. I'm doing a little guilt. But it uh, perhaps next year. But I, I was, I just was a little concerned with you know having having the wedding and then we were supposed to be having some um, construction going on at our house I didn't think this would be the year to have the holiday party but I'm but we are going to have a holiday party and I hope that that nice spirit of you know that you just talked about I hope it's there so I'm oh, doing, it
2: will be it I'm will do, be
0: fun to go to somebody else's house Jewel well yeah we're actually having it at a um, at a hotel Sheila oh better better <laughs> better than a whole- Oh, tatered. Okay, or... Why do you why do you say that's better? Cause...
2: well, no, I just like hotels. I mean, oh. <laughs> it, it's okay. sort of
0: a one stop shopping. I mean,
2: you know, it's not as intimate.
0: No, like, it's not as intimate. But I I hope that it will be as nice. So, uh, but Monica, I am trying to get into the holiday spirit as well, and I have a, you know sort of a special afternoon that I'm pretty excited about. I have to say that I got tickets to take. My granddaughter Alice and my daughter-in-law Vera and we are going to see um, um, a production of The Nutcracker here in Dallas. They're they're having the Dallas um, Ballet Theater is putting it on. It's in the brand new. Well, it's not the Opera House opened like two years ago here in Dallas. It's this spectacular building, beautiful, beautiful theater, and we're going to see this very classic production of The Nutcracker this afternoon. So, Perfect. Yes, yeah,
1: I. I love the Nutcracker. I love the music. So I, I may go this year. I don't have tickets yet for Portland, but Julie, good for you! Wow. Yes, Alex I mean I, that, loves-
0: I, I got the tickets organized, and Alice is four and a half, so she's old enough. Sheila to be able to sit and watch the production. And she takes ballet and actually enjoys it, you know, where, you know, our mom dragged us to the (laughs) Nutcracker every year at Christmas time. And
2: none of us were dancers. None of
0: us were dancers. So it was kind of a mixed bag, particularly our brothers that were like snickering during the entire production of the Nutcracker, make, making fun of all the male ballet dancers. But um, I, I believe this is going to be a different kind of experience. I think this will embrace the the Christmas spirit, and it's a matinee, and so I suspect there are going to be lots of other kids. Um, but they had a funny uh, story in the Wall Street Journal this week about the Nutcracker because. For most ballet companies around the country, you know, the the Nutcracker, this, you know, this is like the Super Bowl of ballets. This is when, you know, it's like the Black Friday for um, ballet companies that they they put on a production every year. They know lots of people that never go to other ballets are going to show up for the Nutcracker, and so and it's very important for the you know the life and the welfare of the ballet company that they have a successful Nutcracker season. But some some ballet companies around the country are doing doing things to try to attract more and more theater goers to come and watch the ballet. So I wanted to ask you sisters, if this, I have a couple of examples, if this would make you want to go to the ballet, go see the (laughs) Nutcracker more, more or less. Okay. So in Nashville, they are, they have brought into the production of the Nutcracker an illusionist that is going to be doing magic tricks during the production. Does that oh. make you want to see it more or less? Less. That's too
2: distracting. I mean <laughs> the giant Christmas tree, that thing is enough stimulation <laughs> for okay. any cracker. Okay. And the nutcracker and the and the you know the snowflakes and you know you don't need an illusionist with that show
0: yeah I, I don't think so but how how about in salt lake they were trying to make it a production that the people of salt lake could relate to so they went with a sports theme to their nutcrackers so there is do you, you remember the scene where the little toy soldier um dancers they kind of fight with each other yeah well, in the salt lake version instead of toy soldiers they have put the um they've put the Ballet dancers in football costumes for the two hometown teams. That would be BYU and the University of Utah. And that so, is wrong. <laughs> that
1: flat is out wrong.
2: Defacing, defacing Barishnikov and Tchaikovsky. <laughs> I mean that. That is just that is that is so wrong.
0: Okay, okay. Here's one where uh, I, you know, I this this is a close call. San Francisco. What they have done with theirs is instead of all of the scenery, they have tried to incorporate scenes of San Francisco into the scenery so that to make it a more to make the production more about the city of San Francisco. What do you think? Is that- I don't
2: mind. I like that because San Francisco is a great city and I can see sort of incorporate Golden Gate Bridge, you know, different things.
0: Okay, so that's that's positive. Now here's one that was a total sellout in Chicago. That as soon as they put the tickets <laughs> oh, on, no. on like sale, karaoke or something. No Monica, it's I, I know Monica, I know you would buy a ticket for this. Sheila, I think not. But they did a complete dog version of the Nutcracker. Oh. This is the SPA uh, um, in in Chicago, worked with dogs for over a year oh, so that no. they would do it. They had a Sheltie. <laughs> I Shelty think, that, I that, think fun... that
1: sounds adorable. <laughs>
0: See, Monica, I knew you'd like that. I knew you'd like that. Sheila, I knew you'd hate it. No. But they had a Sheltie that played the Sugar fl- Plum Fairy. She didn't. <laughs> Very well. But I guess at one point with the music, there was a screeching, you know, like, you know, how sometimes with a microphone, you get that screeching in the sound system. And there was a golden retriever that had a minor part in it. And it, the, the screeching, well, the dog just totally shut down and would not, <laughs>
1: would, would not, blink, not perform the would pirouettes. Not
0: perform. So this, this that was last year's production. Just lying down on yes, the stage. Yes, it just totally shut down. So,
2: well, he was a diva, you yeah, know.
0: Uh, well, very sensitive, Sheila. You know, many dogs are very sensitive. But anyway, they're they're gonna they're not putting it on this year because because of the work involved with training all the dogs for all the parts but they do hope to um to have a production of the a doggy nutcracker available next year in chicago so, so anyway no extra... i'm just hoping it's you know a straight up traditional uh, production here in dallas that's that's what i've been uh, led to believe and uh i think it should be a lovely afternoon you don't
2: think you don't think the dancers are gonna have big hair and diamonds <laughs> like a dallas
0: version Sheila? <laughs>
1: Pocket okay. books, big leather pocket books. <laughs> leather Died,
0: but re No, Sheila, I think those will be the people in the audience will, be, will have that on. But I think the ballet will, I'm. Um, you know, I've seen uh, another production of Giselle with this ballet company, and they're fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to this afternoon's production. Oh, that I wish must I was be going- hard.
2: To be an audience member in Dallas with the big hair. How does that work exactly, Julie?
0: <laughs> okay, Sheila. Now, Sheila, now you're just being unfair.
2: Okay. No, just, like in the Sheila, front. you know, there
0: is nothing wrong with having your hair quaffed. Okay. No, so
2: because just... I know you don't have big hair. So you're at a disadvantage,
1: Julie. You better bring a little booster seat for Alice so she can see over the big heads of hair. You know, yeah.
0: in fact, Monica, they have that for children sure they do. In, in Dallas. They they do have that where you can rent booster seats for the kids to sit on. So you, isn't that nice? you may
2: need one too, Jewel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So moving, on, moving on, Monica. I understand that you rented a car over Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. I'm
1: here to sing the praises of... Uh, this car I rented. So, you know, for Thanksgiving, I decided to go over to Bend, Oregon, which is like three and a half hour drive from here. But it's up over a mountain pass. You have to drive like 4,500 feet. I know that doesn't mean a lot to you, Sheila. You're... But, uh,
0: Monica, I've done it with you. It's 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 um, challenging driving. You know, and you there want was a good quite, a, car.
1: quite a lot of snow. And so... For these winter trips last year and now this year, I've decided I'm just not going to risk my life to get there. I'm going to rent a car that has all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive, so a small SUV. And it's worked out very well for me. I I think it's worth the money. Um, I don't want to go off the side of the road. um, so And that's what would happen in my car. So, anyways, I rented what I thought was a small SUV, and now I rented it from the enterprise <laughs> from the enterprise rent a car place in downtown Portland, which I I highly recommend. Enterprise had very good service with them. The,
0: the enterprise, their big thing is they bring the car to you, isn't that
1: correct? Uh, that does not work. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that is that is a li- well, well, it's a little really? bit. It's a little bit of a gimmick. Um, if you live, like, in the immediate area, they have some scheduled pickups, but it didn't matter. Someone from work brought me down there. And so it's downtown, which meant that I, the, where the cars were was in, like, an underground parking garage. So my nice sales representative takes me down there, and he points to the biggest car I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> And he said, he said, and it's a Ford Flex. Now, I don't know if you've seen. Oh, yeah, those are cute. It looks like a Land Rover that they sort of smashed down and stretched out. Yeah. Sheila, that car seats like 27 people. (laughs) I know. It is like a stretch station wagon. And he's like, this is your car. And I was like, oh, no. I said, I, I, I can't drive that. And he said, well, that's the only thing we have that has all-wheel drive. And he said, but, you know, of course he was 20. He's like, oh, no, this is a really great car. And I was like, I just don't think I'm, I'm going to be able to drive that. I mean, it was silver. It had, like, black-tinted windows. <laughs> it was all tricked out. It sounds it had- cool. It had these purple lights. He said, you know what? He said, I, I really think you're going to enjoy this car. And he said, I guarantee that a weekend driving this car, you're going to want to buy one. And I was like, well, yeah. Well, that's
0: okay. a pretty bold statement to make by the salesman. Well, he he
1: wanted to buy one. Yes. And then there was another guy down in the garage at the same time. Um, like a 30 something guy and he was renting like a honda civic and he kept pointing to me he's like what what's that car and i was like oh yeah she's getting the ford flex and you're getting the honda civic so the first thing i had to do was like negotiate that car and get out of that parking garage and i was like oh my gosh i just thought i was gonna like side swipe the entire side of the car i mean
0: if you're not used to driving a big long car it, it's you know and I'm it's, not. yes then it's um <laughs> then it's difficult and if you're really not very good at parking such as myself then it's even increasingly difficult <laughs> i tell you but, there,
1: but there, you're there, a
2: good driver monica i, mean, I am
1: but I, I there is no way i could parallel park this thing but thank goodness I was driving to Bend. You're going to Bend,
0: Oregon. There's not a lot of... You there's
1: know. no parallel parking. But, Sheila, what I liked about it is uh, it had a beeper when you backed up. Oh, nice. <laughs> that that would have helped
0: how, you, Sheila. That that's, helped how, that's how
1: big it was. I think it just started beeping when you were about to hit something. So I take the car, I drive it, I negotiate No, wait you know. a minute.
0: So you got caught, talked into a car that you really didn't want. They, and that and but, but that would
1: Julie, <laughs> it was the only car they had and oh. now we're 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 looking at it's five o'clock on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving.
0: Oh okay, okay, all right, I understand. I know My
1: options are limited. It was like the Honda Civic, which wouldn't be better than my car, or the Flex. And uh, once I got that thing on the road, I just want to tell you that was about the nicest car I have ever driven in my whole life. Really? Oh my gosh, Sheila, the seat. It was like uh, this leather, this soft leather. It was like I was on a leather couch. Was that it was... like
0: Corinthian leather? <laughs> it was
1: Corinthian, and it was it was heated. And I, and oh, I have,
0: there's nothing better. There's nothing, nothing it was, better.
1: It was the biggest, it, it had so much muscle to it. Of course, I was embarrassed to drive it around. <laughs> so I'm sure people were pulling up to me and, like, whoa.
2: No, it's, it's, it's a Expect, super popular car in California.
1: Expecting to see like Jay Z and Beyonce, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the just hot
0: Monica Dolan.
1: It was her, just in me flight. in the car. And I'll tell you, I drove that thing up to the mountains to go skiing. And I loved it. And when I returned it, my little friend was there at Enterprise. I said, you're exactly right. I said, I, I want to buy one.
0: Oh, Monica. <laughs> okay, Monica, I'm not gonna call Ford, uh, Ford Motors right now because uh, I think I'm you could appear. You know, that's their whole commercial campaign right now. They have just regular people speaking at these press conferences. Monica, you sound just like them. Yes. It was.
1: It, it, I talked about it for a whole week. And I have to say, when I got back, which was the Sunday after Thanksgiving? Those nice people at Enterprise gave me uh, a ride back to my car. So that well, that whole okay. system did work. That's so, kind of
2: a given. That, that's, I
1: mean, <laughs> well, not really. Says I was who, planning, she,
0: Says who, Sheila? Are you?
1: I, like, I was planning to take a cab.
2: Of course, to, you were, Monica. Because you will always inconvenience yourself, even if... if You're you're right,
1: I won't ask, even though that's their policy. They will give you a ride back to their car. But it was a little bit out of their district, but they said, no problem. They said, absolutely, we'll do that. So I gave the kid a tip, gave him a $4 tip coffee money that's what i said
0: okay monica way to go so so when are you going to rent your
1: flex car again your ford flex you know now i feel like requesting well the thing was it was not it was a it was an upgrade it was an automatic upgrade so i can't really afford to rent one of those in the future.
2: Well, you're going to be, Monica's going to be making up excuses to go out of town to rent the Ford Flex. I can
1: see it. Driving around in my Flex with my...
2: One of their marketing campaigns is that the cool moms have the Ford Flex. I can see that
1: now. After having driven it, I'll tell you, you get some looks in it. And it is just like a super large station wagon. It's like a giant Suburban, but it's lower to the ground. So it makes it easier to get in and out of i i mean she the seat adjusted like 57 different <laughs> <laughs> i did nothing but adjust the seat in of different- course all the way over and all the way back it had satellite radio i i i thoroughly enjoyed that car. oh good ford flex right on monica ford flex one more story for you girls because I know it's been a long time since I've done the science of the obvious.
0: Yes, Monica.
1: And I, I found a, an article this week that I thought might interest us because I know we're all interested in eating less. Indeed, <laughs> Monica. We, we we just all have, you know, our various prongs. So I saw this study, <laughs> Sheila, which said that you can trick your eye when eating to avoid heaping food on your plate and don't we all that's uh, really
0: what i try to do every single day please do not let me heap
1: food trick me it's like a, an illusionist is it like an illusionist comes well, it, 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 it is like an illusion this was an actual scientific study so here i'm just going to boil it down to the tips for you okay so they they recommend if that having a high contrast color plate A high contrast between the color of the plate and the color of the food, and that means you will eat less. So, So, here, here, can you give us an example? example. Bad would be white pasta on a white plate. (laughs) Well, that's <laughs> never good. We know so, that's not good. So what
0: you're saying is because your eyes, you you wouldn't really notice the giant pile of pasta that you right.
1: Keep you keep don't down. know when to stop. You just keep heaping and heaping.
0: You just pa- okay. You can't white really... pasta
1: on a white plate. Now, good would be white pasta on a black plate.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean white pasta. Let's just take that out of the equation
1: we <laughs> well, let's talk about mashed potatoes okay?
2: okay i mean
0: my god mashed potatoes on a what a red plate no right because right, uh, what would you do she let's see how you how well you've been listening to what monica just said <laughs> mashed mean- potatoes on a red plate is that good for you or not good it's for you? good for you but the mashed potatoes aren't good for you
1: <laughs> well how about this if you add just a just a a hint of more contrast so you got the white mashed potatoes <laughs> on the black plate and throw some brown gravy on top yeah yeah what happened oh, that's you see, contrasting it's a lot of contrast so you're going to eat less okay uh, that's just one tip okay now no no t-
0: that's wrong because if you have gravy on mashed potatoes they're going to taste better you're going to eat more even if it's on yeah. a black plate I Would think you, this is a flawed... I'm sorry, Monica. You're trying,
1: you're trying to trick your eye. Now, let's just take it a step further, okay?
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um, All right. They said the color of your tablecloth may also affect your portion sizes. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> what, what color is your tablecloth, So mom? So, if you have a high contrast colors <laughs> with your plate... The participants in the study that had that ate more. Okay, so they had...
2: eight more? more. I have a red, a bright red, Chinese red uh, placemat that I use.
1: Okay, don't use a white plate because that's high That's all I have.
2: have. You you have to
1: get some red plates um, because the participants that had a white plate on a dark tablecloth, again, they heaped the food on. They were just heaping.
2: Okay, well uh, I agree that is true. I do heap it on when I on have... a white plate. If you Well one. whatever, whatever plate, whatever I eat, I So heap it I, on.
1: I'm just gonna sum it up for all of us. Here's <laughs> what here's what you need. Yeah, if what do we
0: need? I'm eating mashed potatoes.
1: You need a black tablecloth. <laughs> you need you need a black plate and I suggest some black truffles shaped up <laughs> top of the oh, yes.
0: pasta. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or or if you're going with the mashed potatoes, you should go with the brown gravy. A <laughs> black black gravy. Just black, black gravy. gravy on
1: it. Make and the
2: gravy black and you're gonna
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, are you even listening? Black, black, truffle, black truffle, truffle gravy.
1: Black truffle gravy. Just put that on top of any white food and you probably eat less. Okay. So is that clear? Not really.
2: Wait, I heap popcorn white popcorn into a white bowl
1: well that is that is bad okay is, <laughs> I, I know it's bad. <laughs> that that is you do not have enough contrast going on there you okay. need to get you need to get a black bowl okay. to, to put the white popcorn in okay or you
0: Thank need you. to start eating black food to serve <laughs> on your white plate would that work too, Monica?
1: I suppose it would. It's just black flu- food. It's just limited. That's like... It's,
0: it's few and far between on that one. Right. But then you wouldn't have the heaping uh, problem, you know. <laughs> Well, mean, because
2: what do we have? A, a muscles. Basically muscles. I basically. Mean, uh, well,
0: I would say chocolate would be uh, in the dark, oh. A dark oh, chocolate. Of course you would. That's... <laughs> You can really keep that. Um,
1: <laughs> you, you can get a black plate for the for the chocolate.
2: <laughs> okay, Monica. That I'm going to try that. I am for my popcorn.
0: Well, Monica, I, you know it's like anything. I think you have to um, employ all sorts, a multifaceted approach to losing weight, right? Uh, and that you can't just have one strategy. You have to have multiple prongs to your strategy. So
2: <laughs> sometimes, even within one meal, you have to. El- el- elude yourself. You have to. <laughs> you have to. You have to eat in different areas of the home to try to trick yourself. I mean, it, it's it's just a full time job. It, it really is, knows. but well, thank you for that study, Monica. Monica, we nice.
0: really thank you. That is, that's uh, you know bringing the science to all of us. We appreciate it. Well, sisters, before we um, we shut down this fabulous podcast, I did want to remind listeners that if you haven't gone to Chaos Chronicles yet this week, you need to go look because Leon and our mother. Went to TJ Maxx this week. Have you seen these pictures? How cute! I did. Are. Yes. This is, you know, our mom is a TJ Maxx Maxinista. and um, Leon and Mom went shopping to the her the TJ Maxx in Mom's neighborhood um, for a little hot chocolate party. That was their theme, and they bought the cutest things at TJ Maxx. Uh, and Leon has it all posted at Chaos Chronicles, so you definitely want to check that out. Mom looks lovely. She's in a lovely wintry sweater and scarf. I I like the note on the picture, on the caption of the picture, where Leon reports that it was 70 degrees out. But yet Mom looks ready for a hot (laughs) chocolate party. And then also at Chaos Chronicles, if you haven't done so, Please register for the 31 Days of Confection Perfection. We want you to register. This is by our friends at um, makinglifebetter.com. They are having a contest where if you register for 31 Days of Confection Perfection and you get recipes from them every single day for the 31 days during the holiday season, you can also register to win one of those giant stand-up mixers, which are just beautiful. Now, obviously we can't win. Hmm. Sheila wouldn't know what to do with it. Monica, I'm not sure you would want a mixer of this size in your kitchen, I, and I'm not a baker, so, but we really want someone who listens to Satellite Sisters to win, so please be sure to do that when um, when you go to Chaos Chronicles. It's very easy. You just click through at the top of Chaos Chronicles on the banner headline. Anything else, Sister? Just remember
2: to, when you win your mixer, order it in a dark color. <laughs> so when you <laughs> When you're
0: making cake batter, you, you heap less cake batter <laughs> to your mouth. Very, very solid, Sheila. Backed by scientific research, thank Uh-oh. you for that suggestion. Well, Sheila, there are Santa Ana winds coming again to the West Coast. So I would say batten down the hatches. Okay, right? Jewel, I okay. will. And good luck on your early morning swims. We look forward to hearing more about what develops in lane one, between lane one and lane nine. Okay. You know,
2: stranger things have happened. You know, Romeo and
0: Juliet
2: Juliet, lane one and lane nine. We're from two different worlds and yet we meet in the middle.
0: middle. Sheila, it it sounds like it could be a beautiful ballet. Monica,
1: (laughs) uh, any more holiday parties this week or are you done? Uh, no, I'm, but I'm organizing our department party in two weeks. Okay, oh.
0: all right. Well, we look white forward. elephant. Oh, a white elephant party. They're always <laughs> fun. They're always good. All right. Well, here, but come- Jewel. Thank you for for organizing the podcast. Oh, well, I'm very happy to do that. As I say, the first two steps worked perfectly. Now we <laughs> yeah. hope that the third step, which would be actually posting the new podcast, I believe somehow I'll get it done. So, uh, with that, everybody have a good week. We'll okay, we Thanks. All righty.